we welcome you now to a true church perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis. God does not have limitations to his mercy. He doesn't have limitations to his mercy. God's mercy is everlasting. He will keep forgiving you as long as you repent. Yes, he will. He don't run out of it. The problem is your consequences of your bad decisions start running out. I mean, start getting heavy. You think God is not forgiving you. God is forgiving you, but the stuff you're doing, you got to pay for. So it's not God's mercy. It's your bad decisions. And the more bad decisions you make, the worse off you are. You start feeling like, man, God is just not. No, it has nothing to do with God. You keep doing the food. You got to pay for that. Amen. No matter how bad things appear, we can always go to him with our cares. He's always there available and ready to receive your cares. Amen. But you got to quit doing dumb stuff. Hebrew 4 and 10. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain what? And find grace to help when? Find grace to help when? Now, did he put a limit on that? Grace to help when? When you need it. When you need it, you can come boldly and ask for it. It's hard to come boldly when you've been doing the food, though. You come all crouched over and bent over. Oh, Lord. I did it again. God ain't even looking at you like that. He's like, okay, I'll forgive you again. Oh, but this time, somebody died. So I'll forgive you. But the jury's not going to forgive you. So all you better get ready to start your old prison ministry. God just going to transfer your grace into prison. Don't have nothing to do with his mercy. He forgave you. You just, now you got to sleep in a room with Big Willie, but he, God forgave you. But Big Willie might not be so forgiving. Amen. I'm telling the truth. Grace and mercy is there. Amen. Because you could be dead. Well, I mean, with Big Willie, that you might wish you was. And take me, Lord. Take me now in the name of Jesus. Matter of fact, I'm just going to run up and punch Big Willie. I'm going to punch him so he'll take me out of here. And I'm going to die a martyr in here. <laughs> Skip me out. Hey, <laughs> man, you better try to get him saved. You ever been to church, Big Willie? You ever been to... <laughs> God, God is good all the time. <laughs> he's, and all the time, he's good, B.W. All the time. <laughs> Start trying to get close. Got a little nickname for him. Just, man, we cool, ain't we, B.W.? We cool, man. God is good. <laughs> so, <laughs> so many times we feel we have done too much. <laughs> We've done too much or gone too far to come to him. But we must never forget how God feels about us. God loves us. I mean, listen, if God was going to just, just hate us for something we did, man, Adam would have just blew up. God would have looked at them and just, pow, they would 
just blew up. Whole earth. God punished him. He said, no, here's your punishment, Adam, because you acted a fool. Here's your punishment, Eve, you acted a fool. Here's the devil. All y'all in trouble. And he punished all of them. You can't come back in the garden. Y'all just blew it. And then what did he do after that? He said, mm, give me them old raggedy leaves. And he put clothes on them. That was a symbol of his mercy. He clothed them. Ain't no creation of mine going to be walking around like that. And he clothed them. That shows his mercy. After they blew everything, everything was just blown. Now, devil is, now Jesus got to come. I mean, you just blew everything. Flood going to come. Everything. And he still clothed them in his mercy. So it's not what we're doing that can't get forgiven. A lot of times it's them consequences that's eating us up. Because some of this stuff cost. It's costly. Amen? First John 4 and 10. Wherein is love? Not that we love God, but that he does what? He loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sin. So this is love. Not our love, but that he loved us. He first loved us. So his mercy and his grace is everlasting. That's true love. You can't mess it up so bad that he does not love you. That's already been tried. There's some folks in the Bible that really mess stuff up. I mean, mess some stuff up forever. And God still forgave them. Amen. So don't start that. You know, the whole whole of this church used to give you a limit to stuff. Yeah, they used to count. And I had a lady tell me one time, oh, brother, you reprobated. You rep God. You've gone. God has turned you over to a rep. We was all scared of being turned over to a reprobated mind. Remember that? We were scared of that. That's how they would just, when they really want to threaten us and scare us, they would just, they would threaten us with the reprobated mind. Oh, brother, you turned over to the, no, no, no. Okay, okay. We're going to give you a few more tries at it. But God is, he's almost ready to turn you over to a reprobated mind. I mean, that don't make no sense. If you just, the reprobated mind thing, man, people just, people are turn, people's mind turns over to reprobate when they don't want it to change. Yeah, when they forsake truth and choose error as the way they're going to go, their mind is turned over. God going to give you up to a reprobated mind. I mean, if I'm trying to get it right, my mind's not reprobated. Yeah, but you did the unpardonable sin. Boy, I remember when one of our cousins stood up and cursed God at a funeral. He stood up and cursed God because his mother had died and she was a believer. And stood up and cursed God. And they wouldn't let this brother back in church. He could never come back in the church because they said that he had blasphemed the Holy Ghost. He died a sinner. He said he blasphemed the Holy Ghost, so they would never let him out. And he thought because he stood up and cursed God in there, he was, it was over. He could never get saved again. Yeah, I mean, that's just some bad interpretation of Scripture. That's not blaspheming the Holy Ghost. Amen. The Pharisees, when Jesus spoke that, they wasn't allowing Jesus to save their soul. That's how you blaspheme when you don't allow God the power to change you 
That's the unpardonable sin. And it's unpardonable because you don't want the pardon. Anybody wanting the pardon can get pardoned. Man, ain't nothing you can do worse than what Adam and Eve did. Nothing. Uh, Jacob's children, (laughs) ain't nothing you can do worse than them bad kids right there. And that's who fathered the whole chosen nation. And they were some bad kids, some of them. They did some dumb stuff. So God's mercy is everlasting. His grace is, you know what sufficient means? It's enough. So you ain't going to ruin it and mess it up and man, it's just over. I blew it. No, no, no. You may suck in the natural because of the consequences of it. But in God's eyes, he's forgiven you. Amen. No matter what it looks, somebody say no matter what it is. It's not too big. Nobody's going to hold you to a mistake or a sin you did and keep you from getting grace for it. God has grace for it. Amen. We ain't sitting in here rating, rating people's sins. Why not? She was, you know, she was on crack. She weighed about 60 pounds on that crack. So I don't know. Well, now her family may be jacked up, but God, God saved and changed her. She got all her weight in her back. Yeah, but it may have messed some, Now, kids, she got struggling with her kids. We're going to pray that. We're going to pray her strength with that. I'm not going to throw you out. Amen, because we all deserve to be thrown out. I can't throw nobody out of here without throwing, my, throwing myself out. However, our feelings of going too far from God is usually, look at somebody and say usually, based on how people feel about us. That's when you feel you went too far from God because of what folks are saying and what you're afraid folks are thinking. That's what makes you feel like. It's not God making you feel like. It's your opinion that you think people have of you. We need to quit worrying about what folks think. God brought you to ABC so you can stop doing that. That's the flavor of our church. That's the atmosphere that you're in. We don't care. what if We don't care. We're not worried about what folks think. Have you not figured that out yet? If I was worried about what folks think, EX Ministries would have ended 20 years ago. We're not worried about that. We're trying to find Jesus and trying to better our families. Amen? Isn't that why we're here? Look at somebody say, that's why I'm here. Man, I go to the churches now and, you know, when I go visit an old church or somebody invite me to something or whatever and I'm just going, I don't need a throne to sit in. I don't need to sit next to the throne. I tell them, I said, no, I want to be in the audience. And then when I'm in the back and they're like, yeah. And I hear the music. I said, praise and worship started. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But, you know, we, 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 ain't, we ain't going in yet. I said, well, I am. And I leave and I'll go in there. Why we all back there ain't going to bust through the door like the temptations? I don't need no grand entrance. Coming in. <laughs> I don't need to sweep into the sanctuary. I want to be in there with the worship. That's when it starts. I've had pastors, you know, when I go speak, and we be sitting in there, and they be like, okay, so now what time you, when you want to go in? When it starts. When it starts. They're like, 
when, you mean when the regular service start? Ain't the whole service regular? Oh, I didn't know if you want to come in like right before you speak. You know, we got all these chips and all of these juices. I, bro, I don't need to just be in the back OD and old peppermints. Bro, I want to be in the service. Big old bowl of nuts and peppermints. I don't want to be back here. What time does, when, 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 I want to be in there when the singing start. Yeah, and I had one lady, she was, we were out of town and it was, you know, I drink my water out of a bottle and I do that for, you know, because one, it's, it's more convenient and another, I don't want to get my expensive merchandise wet. You know what I'm saying? Because y'all know I'm crazy. I be running around hollering and stuff. I don't want to spill nothing on my iPad Pro or my laptop or something. So I have it like that. So I had this one lady, uh, she was like, uh, uh, what, what, how do you want your water? I said, I, you know, just, just regular water. Room temperature, you want it chilled? I said, I don't know. Uh, you know, just, just room temperature is fine. Okay, now what degrees do you want the water? I said, room, whatever degree the room is in. That's because that would be room temperature, I'm sure. Okay, now do you want water from the side of a mountain or do you want water that busted through some rocks and came out? You want it purified? Do you want hot? It don't matter. Well, do you want your ice crushed? Do you want fake ice in there just to chill it then pull the ice out? That way it'll just... Ch- I said, bring me a bottle of water. I want it in the bottle, just the bottle. She said, Ooh. I can't do that. I said, Ain't I the guest? Look, 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 look on the poster. That's me. I'm the guest minister. I can't have the water in the box. No, I can't do that. Why not, man? Pastor would, he would, he would, he would just really, he would, he would get me for that. It has to be in this pimp C cup. <laughs> with all the jewels and rubies and emeralds on it. <laughs> like, I don't want to drink out of the goblet. That's a goblet, man. This ain't ancient Egypt. Dude. Indiana Jones, man. I don't need the cup with all the jewels in it. You just have to. You, you have to. I mean, because the process we went through to purify this cup. What? Yeah, it's a whole ceremony we do. And we just, we, we, we bury it in the ground. And then we... I'm serious though. She would, I mean, I said, well, just put it in the glass then. I just won't drink no water. She would not give me a bottle because it wouldn't look good. She thought, man, that's just extra. We, me and you in church arguing over the water? You done changed the whole mood of the service because you can't give me water in a bottle. Our pastor's going to get you. Hey, man, I ain't pastoring with no fear. So we all just, you know, we lay back here. Everybody, we're just cool. You know what I'm saying? So nobody in here is looking at you like that. We're not out there looking to see what you drove up here in and then trying to judge your family by what you drive. But just, it just, that's, it's not that atmosphere because your pastor's not like that. I don't care. Man, did it get you up here? Because yeah, if you get something you can't afford, all you're going to do is, is bother the church about it anyway. Galatians 1 and 10. No, no. Instead of letting go, we hold on to the life that pleases others rather than doing things God's way. Holding on to the life that what? Please. 
You know, you'll ruin your life trying to please others. You'll ruin it. I promise you they are not thinking about you like you think they are. You think that when they went home, their whole conversation was about what you had and didn't have. No, it's not even like that. Galatians 1 and 10. For do I now uh, persuade men or God? Or do I seek to please men? For if I yet please men, I should not be the servant of Christ. In other words, you can't please them both. You can't please them both. You got to choose. Am I going to please Christ or please men? We must first humble ourselves to God before we can truly lay our burdens where? So we have to humble ourselves. That means we got to forget about what others are thinking. That's how you humble. If you're still worried about what people think, you have not humbled yourself. We must willingly admit our wrongs and earnestly desire to what? To correct them, but not just correct them. You have to correct them at all. Problem, some folks don't want to deal with certain things because they feel it's going to cost them too much. Man, I'm going to have to change everything. Good, because it shouldn't have been that way in the first place. It's brought you nothing but grief, strife, and shame. Start over. God told Abraham, start over. Get your family, go start over. He's like, man, I got a long white beard. I'm old. Start over. Matter of fact, you're going to have a child at 90. That's starting over. Can you imagine waking up in the middle of the night at 90? Baby going to cry. He's just going to have to cry. I ain't getting up at no, at not, no, that time at 90? Yeah, God told him, start over. Don't worry about what folks going to think. He's worried about God and looking bad because Sarah ain't had a child, so we just going to devise this plan. Mess the whole world up. Mess the world up, devising the plan to try to make God look good. God said, that womb ain't too old. I can work. I can work with that. He made it. We must willingly admit our wrongs and desire to correct them no matter what it, no matter what it costs. You got to correct it. If you don't correct it, it won't be corrected. If it's not corrected, it's going to go on and on. And it's going to jump off you and get in your children. But he that putteth his trust in the Lord shall be what? Made what? Fat. Preoccupying ourselves with others' opinions of us creates what? Heavier burdens. God wants us to only care about what he thinks. God wants to be the only opinion that you're working up to. Does God want, want it? Then you do it. Not people. John 3 and 30. We, uh, he must increase, but I must what? In order for God to increase in your life, you have to what? Decrease. So in order for God to do it, you have to stop doing it. Did I just preach? Yes, I did. Yeah. Can't be your way and his way. It has to be his way. Right? People's opinion of us is based on their opinions of themselves. Duh. They only thinking 
how they feel. Don't you get tired of people saying, if I were you, I would have done it like this. Well, you're not me. You're not me. What you think of me is based on how you think of you. You're looking down on my family because we sharing a car. You have two cars and struggling to pay for them. You like struggle, we don't. That's the difference in us. At night, we hugging and squeezing each other. And you and him is fighting. Because the struggle then creeped over into the midnight hour. Because that's what it'll do. So don't be judging me by what you like to do. You like it like that. But people's opinion is based on what they think of themselves. So we should never allow the opinions of others to stop us from doing things God's way. Proverbs 10 and 3. Commit thy works unto the Lord and thy thoughts shall be what? Your th- if you commit your works to the Lord, your thoughts shall be extended. You should not start having more arguments the longer you married. They're supposed to reduce. Your arguments should reduce. You shouldn't have as many. There should be more peace in your home the older you get. Less stress. The longer you stay married, the more y'all fight. Somebody is worried about what somebody thinks. You're letting the opinions of others stop your peace. Man, I'm preaching in here. The enemy wants us to do things our way and exalt ourselves so that others will see us and glorify us. Did you know that? Some folks seeking the glory of others. You came down here trying to prove something to your parents. Just watch me. Watch me. Just watch me. Watch me blow up down there. Whenever you are trying to show folks stuff so that they will applaud you, you're going to be a hypocrite. Oh, yeah. You're going to be a hypocrite because when we desire to show others the good in our lives, we will attempt to what? Makes you a hypocrite. When you're trying to make people see the good and hide the bad, you're a hypocrite. You're showing them an untruth. You're making them think God is going to do something without requiring something else. I hate when preachers do that. Get up and preach and just talk. Oh, yeah, one day I needed $10,000. I just went to the mailbox and looked for it, and it was there. Tell us why you needed the $10,000. Where's that part of the story? And who gave it to you? And what's the interest on it when you have to pay it back? (laughs) Let me back up to Matthew 6 and 1. Take heed that you do not your arms before men to be seen of them. Otherwise, you have no reward of your father, which is in heaven. So you ain't trying to be seen and show folks the you that you want them to see. Proverbs 3 and 21. My son, let not them depart from thy eyes, meaning my precepts. Keep sound wisdom and what? And what? And what? Discretion. Keep your business. Discretion. Don't post it online. That's nobody's business. Don't Look at somebody say, don't post it online. Man, why are you posting everything online? Then when folks comment, I see folks all in my business. Dude, every angle of your face is on there with selfies. 
You done self, self, took so many selfies and captions on it. This is when I got my check. This is when I got my new car. This is the look I had when I. <laughs> Dude. And somebody comment, yeah, man, I don't really like that look. What? Why everybody got something to say? Because you put everything online. I just feel like people just looking at me and talking to me. They are talking about me. They are. Because all your business is online. It's a lot for us to talk about. Had an argument with my boo today. But we okay. Girl, we praying for you. Everybody argues. Everybody. We all get some. Men, man, keep your wife off the internet like that. Go on there, you see your business, delete every, every, we deleting it all. Matter of fact, we just, we, we just getting a new user on the computer. I'm locking you out. He putting your business on there and all that. Hey, man, that's what I think. If my wife had a profile online, she don't have no profile online. I mean, she don't even exist online. She got a troll just to go on that. But if she had a, could you imagine the folks that would be trying to do what we do? Think about it. Could you imagine that? But here's the thing. If they watching us online live our lives and trying to do what we do, if we cause them to do something that God didn't want them to do, we're responsible. We took the authority that God gave us, put it out there, and influenced people to do what we do. We're in trouble for that. Hey Amen. I don't want to be accountable for that. Amen. That's why you come in here, you hear the gospel. You go online, you hear the gospel. You go here, you hear the gospel. I might put a video of me frying something in a pan to show you how not to use a certain grease. But I ain't flashing at everybody in the house and showing everything going on in my house. Ooh, pastor got 10 pots hanging. I need to get 10 pots. 10 is the number of excellence. Oh, the pot's copper. Copper, see, God used copper when the Ooh, he got a dog. The Bible said, let not a dog be in the house. G. Craig's a false prophet. <laughs> it's best to not show anything and allow God to direct us. When we seek to prove ourselves to God and not man, he will what? Exalt us. When God is ready for somebody to see something you're doing and use it as an example, he knows how to do it. You don't be on that showing your half-baked marriage, trying to get some attention and use that to show folks what they ought to do. And you've been married eight minutes, you don't know what to do. Oh, well, I did the truth behind hip-hop. All them 20 years, 15, I think it was 14 years, I did it. Nobody know my wife because I ain't over here talking about marriage. Not trying to show them my marriage. We was learning how to do it. Amen. So quit showing your stuff. Quit showing it. Folk got marriage, ministers online, and then be absent for like three months. They ain't heard from where they had a big argument. And then come back. Huh, y'all, thank y'all for worrying about us. We all right. That's foolishness. Ministry of the marriage. We got the marriage ministry. Oh, uh, yeah, we doing it. And then gone. We don't know what happened to you. And then come back. Y'all was fighting. We going house shopping. Here we 
And then everybody that want a house, man come home, woman is in there. Where's my house? Huh? Where's my house? We've been married eight minutes. Can you wait till at least ten minutes? The person you following got a house. Where's my new car? Where's my puppy? I mean, you're just, <laughs> just influenced by everything you see. Man, I'm preaching in here, and that's okay. It's okay for you to feel that way that you're feeling. You need to feel like that right now. Because you need to get your eyes off other people and live the life that God has called you to live. You have your own way. Follow the way God wants you to go. Amen. Spend the money that's in your purse or your wallet. Be living off somebody else's wallet. You don't know what they did to get with it. You don't know how they're struggling. Might be cussing each other out every night. And then come on the camera. It's us. Yeah, because once you start on that, you can't, you, you got to stay. So even when you don't want to be on that and it's bad for you, you still on there trying to act like everything's good. You have to. Psalms 26 and 2. Examine me, O Lord, and what? Try my reins and what? Boy, this should be your prayer every day. Lord, make sure I'm not doing something so somebody will see me. Try me, Lord. Prove me. Burn it up. Get it out. Because that's going to cause issues with me later. Amen. Man, this is some good stuff, boy. Hope y'all like it. Summary. We have never gone so far from God that we can't get it right. No matter what we have done or how bad our situations look, if we are willing to humble ourselves before him and lay aside our pride, then God can take our cares and what? He can rectify any situation. You got to be willing to lay your pride aside. Although we may have to bear the consequences of our actions, God is merciful and will never leave us. Some things we have to go through because of what? Bad decisions. But once we decide to truly be obedient to God's plan and do things his way, then we can what? Overcome the issues from those decisions and have peace going forward. We cannot worry about what others think or how we look in the eyes of others. We cannot worry about what others think or how we look in the eyes of others. We cannot worry about what others think or how we look in the eyes. Y'all, we cannot worry about what others think or how we look in the eyes of others. We're not that kind of church. We must forsake the opinions of others and our predetermined identity of ourselves. Oh, see, you got to forsake the opinions of others, but then you have to say, forsake the predetermined identity that you have. That was the rich young ruler's problem. He had a predetermined identity. He felt like he was something. So I can't need what everybody else needs because I'm somewhere that others aren't. You see what I'm saying? So your dream of always having a business, your business is failing, then you need to give up that business idea. Maybe it wasn't for you. Maybe it wasn't for you right now. You see what I'm saying? 
but you give up that predetermined idea. You done wrote down every year of your life. When I'm 38, I got to have this. When I'm 39, I got to have this. Man, I'm 40 years old. I have to have this. That's predetermined. No, it may not work that way. Looking at a list you wrote when you was 12, the list is in crayon. My husband going to have a six pack. He going to have muscle. He going to have that. Yeah, you just love. We ain't looking at folks and loving them by how they look. Have you seen you lately? Folks be trying to discriminate. See, I need somebody to look like this and look like that. Well, brother, the reason you don't have that is because you look like you look. I'm sick of that. I'm sick of that. Nah, man, she needs to be, see, she got to be this and that, that. Brother, you think you're the bomb, don't you? Have you realized that you're alone? Have you noticed that? Have you noticed that? Maybe the girl you're looking for don't want you. You ain't got her. Where is she? Bruh, you ain't got it like that. You have what, you have what thinks you look good. Who do you have? Nobody. <laughs> but it's the truth. Amen. Some of this stuff is just foolishness. Too childish. Quit worrying about what folks think. I'm marrying her so my wedding pictures will look good. You stupid. You stupid. I want my children to have good hair. So I'm going to go marry a Puerto Rican. Hey, he got to be Puerto Rican. I can't marry no, no black dude. I ain't marry no African because then his hair going to be. You better marry what wants to marry you. 40 years old talking about what you ain't going to marry. But you don't even have no choices. You better pay, play pin the tail on the Negro. Put a bandage on and somebody spin you around. You just whatever it land on. That's what you better say yes to. Time done ran out. <laughs> we must forsake the opinions of others and our predetermined identity. Get out. Look at somebody say, get over yourself. You are not that bomb. Get over, man, get over yourself. Predetermined identity of ourselves. Can't come to God right because you already know what God ought to do for you. Man, I know I'm preaching in here. I don't care. You coming to God with an agenda. Wanting God to make you look a certain way in front of people? You think he cares when his son was humiliated in front of everyone? Do you really think he cares? Pride must be forsaken if we want God to take our cares. He cares for us and he only wants what's what? Best for us. Some things your kids won't really won't cry for, kick for, you can't give them because it's not best for them. Just can't have it. I'm sorry. But that's how God is with us. You praying to try to look a certain way in front of people? No. So it's best to just come to him without an agenda. I don't care what nobody think. Psalms 115 and 11. Ye that fear the Lord, do what? Trust in the Lord. Can't fear him if you don't trust him. Can't trust him if you don't fear him. Ye that, love, that fear the Lord, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their what? Shield. The Lord hath been mindful of us. He will do what? Bless us. He will bless the house of Israel. He will bless the house of Aaron. 
He will bless them that what? Fear the Lord, both small and great. The Lord shall increase you what? And you and who? See, when we trust in the Lord and fear the Lord and do it his way, he will increase us more and more. See, the more and more means it's a process. Trust him with this. Overcome this. He increases you there. Trust him with this. Overcome this. He increases you there. He'll keep increasing you if you keep trusting You and who? Your children. Ye are blessed of the Lord, which made heaven and earth. If you want him to take your cares, you got to get your mind off other people. You got to stop thinking about other people. You got to stop thinking about stupid stuff too. yourself. And what you going to look like when you get increased. Amen. You got to do these things. Then you can give him your cares. Then you will see true deliverance. Folks can't get deliverance from God because they're coming to him with a predetermined identity. You're not for real. You got to let it go. Let all the pride go. Come before him. Humble yourself. Get rid of the pride. And he'll increase you more and more. Amen. You've been listening to a true church perspective from G. Craig Lewis, founder of EX Ministries and pastor of Adamant Believers Council in Grand Prairie, Texas. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to be a financial blessing to us, please send your donation to EX Ministries, P.O. Box 24870, Fort Worth, Texas 76124, or donate online at www.exministries.com.